Welcome to Screencast, our only entertainment-based podcast where we're mostly going to be talking about Marvel today. Hell yeah, Woo! we are, baby. Phase four. It's <laughs> here. It's real. Oh, very excited. You can watch this show normally on Fridays, but today we have a very special episode on Monday because mm-hmm. we An can't wait. An emergency screencast. Mm-hmm. Very Emerge-cast. excited to do that. If you don't have time to watch this live, that's totally fine. You can watch this on YouTube or Rooster Teeth. And if you don't want to look at our ugly mugs while we're doing the show, you can go to your favorite podcast services and listen to us there. Mm-hmm. If you want to help support us on Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny and support at any tier you want. Like all the Patreon producers, including Robin GL, Alec Bobco, David Mintel, Ant-Man0208, and DJ Kento. Thank you so much for I keeping the show alive. Gotta love them. <laughs> um, Real this, quick, is this the image people see at home? Yeah. There's a mouse cursor. Barrett, move the mouse cursor up! <laughs> Good catch. Yeah, Good yeah. catch. Yeah, Some yeah. of the comments will. This show is brought to you by our sponsors, Me Undies and Quip. But more about that later. Now it's time to introduce the people. I'm Kevin Coelho. That right there is Greg, my friend Miller. Hey, everybody. It's me, Greg Miller. Kevin's friend. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to go to breakfast again this week. We're excited wow. to get back on track. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been a while since we made it to Lucho's. It's been a while. And to since his right, I my t- left, Tim Tam Gettys. Tim Tam Gettys. That's now, me. Let Tim Tam In host. a similar conversation to what you just had with the mouse cursor, is mm-hmm. that on purpose? Do you want the kind of funny button upside down on your hat? Is that a choice you're making? I <laughs> it rotates. Really they can't see. It rotates. It rotates. <laughs> a, Did I get hey. it? Did I get it? Doesn't his hair look a little like blonde right now? You got a little blonde uh, yeah. streaks? I mean, compared Stop to yours, I think it's the reflection yeah, from say, your blonde yeah, exactly. hair. Compared to yours, Blinding us all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, now it's time for some news. New, 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 news. All right. Some quick non-Marvel news. Start it with Brandon Routh, you coward. All right. Let's start it with Brandon Routh. Can Brandon you believe Routh. it's happening? Crisis uh, on Infinite uh, Earths, uh. Tim. Oh, my God. We go to Comic-Con. What do we, we know there's going to be a bunch of stuff. We know MCU is going to be there. I'll go fast. Don't worry about it. But then we already knew that, guess what? Leading into Comic-Con, they'd break this news, right? Brandon Routh and Tyler Hoechlin, or whatever his name is, the Nailed current it. Superman Nailed on it. Supergirl, who's fantastic. If you haven't seen him on Supergirl, fantastic. These are, of course, CW shows. Uh, they announced that in the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover that they got teased last year on the Arrowverse that's happening this year, guess what? Tyler's going to be Superman, and now Brandon Routh will be Superman again. I flipped the fuck out, of course. Brandon yeah, Routh, sure, given sure. a raw deal. This is Superman a deal. Returns, yeah, yeah. Real not tough. a good movie. Real tough. However, he's a, he was a good Superman. He did a great Christopher Reeve. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he did, yeah, he nailed they it. They said, here's what we need you to do, and he did it. You're like, that sucks that he never got to do it. It was uh, when we had Brandon Routh on the GameSpot E3 stage, like in 2015, 2015, right? I talked to him about, like, this is awesome that you're getting another shot, that, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now he's getting another shot to be Superman. Amazing enough. Then at the Comic Con panel, right, they're like talking about the suit. And he's like, I'm not wearing the Superman Returns suit. And opens his shirt to reveal the Kingdom Come fucking Superman That's symbol. Crazy. Do we curse on this show? Yeah, Are yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah. kidding me? What, uh, just what, once. What just happened once. to you, Greg? Because, like, that's the type of thing where I'm just like, this is weird Greg Miller dream fan fiction stuff. I know. I, th- I might be dead. Yeah? I might have died. You know what I mean? Because Marvel Ultimate Alliance is great. All this MCU stuff. This is happening. We're getting that cool Death and Return of Superman comic that's just going to be Lois the, super- the Eradicator. Fuck, it's a good time to be me right Oh, now. yeah. But are you kidding me when that happened? Are you fucking kidding me? I couldn't get over it. Still, I'm, I'm still not over it. Cool as hell. Yeah. I think it's, it's dope that they're doing that. Like, Do you think that it's going to like pan out to be something cool? Yeah, I, I mean, the, here's my thing. is I am on the record as, don't get me wrong, I love the CW shows and all the shit they're doing. I stopped watching it. I had to stop watching yeah. I don't like there's, watching. There's so much of it. I don't like watching 
filler episodes? Content in general, right? Really? Like, I usually go home and play games. So that's always a struggle for me with the other stuff we do. Uh, so, yeah, for sure. Like, after season, season one of Flash was so perfect, it's like they didn't stop and they kept going and I get it. Make money, do all these things. I come back for the crossovers every year. Like, last year's crossover was fun. It's awesome. You can drop, drop back in and they do such a great job of, listen, we know you're not up to date on whatever weird little shit's going on. So, like, broad strokes, here's what's going on and why we're going to do it. So, to have Crisis on Infinite Earths come out, which is an amazing one already, what they already did with the multiverse. Obviously, I think the only thing that could have topped this is if they would have confirmed that they're going to Smallville and bringing back Michael Rosenbaum. They're bringing back uh, Tom Welling. I still hold that hope. I don't think it's going to happen based on the conversations I had with them at the Comic-Con panel or uh, the Planet Comic-Con panel in Kansas City. Uh, but I still hold that hope that it's going to be a big surprise. I also saw a headline. I didn't read the article, though, that Burt Ward, uh, Robin from the Batman and Robin 60s show is going to be in this. What? And I don't know if I like all I saw was the headline. I'm not sure if he's being Robin or if he's just going to have some cameo. But if that's the kind of love and care they're giving to this thing of bringing in all these different things, because it was awesome enough last year because they did the multiverse stuff, right? Of bringing in uh, the Flash from John Wesley Schnipp or whatever, Schnipp or what, uh, his original Flash TV show. He's already on the Flash show now as Barry's dad, but they brought him in in his original Flash outfit, right? And it what he turned to John Diggle and he's like, John, where's your ring? Because everybody's thought I've been saying since the fucking first season of Arrow, he should be John Stewart, the Green Lantern. So fucking good. Yeah. I'm so stoked. I love him, man. I love they're doing cool stuff like that. I did not expect Brandon to be brought back into this, let alone the Kingdom Come version, whatever that means. I, I doubt mean, it's going to be. I'm see what they do with that. Yeah. My, hope, uh, uh, my hope beyond hope is that they don't get into the weeds of it, yeah. and it is, it's just like, he. this is the this is Brandon Routh Superman Returns Superman this is the continuation mm. of the Christopher Reeve Superman universe interesting and at some point Kingdom Come came to that universe That's which you cool. never would have thought of that, that is, is a dead. real He's real super cool. depressed totally, totally. Really Jack cool. Nicholson Joker killed her whoa come on whoa. you know what I mean <laughs> come the fuck out <laughs> I I really hope they do something great with this and then someday like 10 years from now I sit down and watch no all way. of the no, DC, uh, no, DC no. shows I think Legends, of, Tomo- like Legends of Tomorrow I season watched, 3 episode 12 will break you I, yeah. I watched like half of no I, I think I watched the whole first season yeah it was a hard show to get through real hard my big thing that I need to do and I have not done it is that I'm going to get on fully on board with Krypton mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. we love Cameron he's great Last year when I went to the Comic-Con panel for Krypton and they did the, here's everything that happened, it looked great. And Cam was very much like, honestly, from this, you can jump into season two. And now everything I've seen with season two looks awesome, including Lobo, including they, they're doing a thing right now of like the actual backstory to Doomsday, which isn't as stupid as it was in, it d- doesn't look stupid like it was in the comic books. Mm. This one actually looks really cool and like terrifying. Is it stupid in the comic books? Totally. We got this. We got this fucking weird baby. We're gonna keep sending it out there. It keeps getting killed, and we keep cloning, and it keeps remembering. And all right, whatever. That's pretty cool. Fucking. This looks better. This looks way better. All right. Moving on to the next story. The Expanse season four news has come out. They put a trailer out, and we know that it is coming to Amazon Prime December thirteenth, twenty nineteenth. The Expanse, a show that I've gotten into really? very recently. Oh my god, I love it. I watched all three seasons in like two weeks. There's too many of them. What's the nutshell to this? What happens? What are we? What's the plot? Uh, In the future, we've colonized Mars and the asteroid belt. Nice. And like Mars has become their own like nation. Oh. And like they're at war with like Earth, kind of. They keep going back and forth. And the asteroid belt we need for the resources, like water and shit. Gotcha. And there's this weird like alien something that that starts off the whole series. Gotcha. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, it's really good. I really enjoy it. It is like. Super high fantasy with like crazy drama, similar to Game of Thrones. Uh, uh, people were recommending it once Game of Thrones got bad. Yeah, yeah, cool. I made myself sad, sad there. Yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> Star Trek Picard news. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 
Oh, I'm very excited for the show. We got a trailer, and uh, they made this announcement of a bunch of people are coming back. Brent uh, Spiner as Data, uh, Seven of Nine, Commander William uh, Riker, yeah! Deanna Troy, oh, Hugo the Borg. It's just a lot of good news if you like Next Generation. So here's my question for you. It's obviously Star Trek Discovery. Uh-huh. I'm, uh-huh. I'm in it. Uh-huh. I love uh-huh. Star Trek Discovery, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. I'm, I have CBS All Access, right? Yeah. I'm going to watch this. Yeah. Do I need to go back and watch all of I the... I think that there's... Shit. No, no, no. You don't have to watch all of it. I'm sure that there'll be some sort of... List of like yeah. the 10 episodes you need. But I'm even... Sh- I, I, I'm I sure they're smart and they understand there's a bunch of people that are coming from Discovery yeah, yeah, to yeah. watch Picard. I'm sure there's going to be some sort of like recap thing that'll get you where you need to be. Okay. But in the yeah. you know the opposite side of what you were just talking about, of like there's no way you're going to want to watch all the DC shows leading into this mm-hmm. thing. Do you feel like watching all Next Generation's worth Next it? Next Generation's for this? awesome. There's too much of it. Yeah. You know, how many seasons were there? I want to say there's six. Okay. It's, six se- it's seven, seven seasons. Uh, there were supposed to be eight, and then they canceled them for. There's time. a lot of episodes, and there's a lot yeah. of filler stuff. It's a great show. I'm sure a recap would be just as good. I there there's going to be connections to one of the la- like the last movie that Picard was in that I haven't watched that Ooh. I probably should watch, mm. and like that one's not supposed to be great. That was the one where there's a clone of him, right? Nemesis. Yeah, Star Trek. Was Nemesis. there one after that? I do, I don't remember with one with him. I feel like yeah. that was the last Next Generation yeah. one. Because like and I don't know. Uh, that, like fun fact, that's Tom Hardy in that. Yeah, no, I'm aware. Yeah, so weird. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so that's awesome news. And then our last news story before we jump in our big topic is actually Avengers news. Oh, real quick. Real, the last thing I want to say about Picard is uh-huh. the trailer looked fantastic. I have not watched Star Trek at all. Like I liked the, the recent movies. The Well, I liked the first two a lot. Um, but then this looks fantastic. And to me, this is proof of where streaming services are going. Mm-hmm. Discovery's great. People are loving it. But yeah. now this is the step of like, no, no, no. We're going to like give you the show you actually really, really, really want. It's very exciting. And it looks like they're going to nail yeah. it. Like all this news sounds like they are giving people the, you know, kind of the Logan of Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to include in trailer talk, but Nick isn't here and he is... You know, the big Star we'll Wars Trek week. fan. So we'll, we'll talk about it next week, probably. Uh, the last news story I want to include before we jump into the Marvel news is Cats. Endgame. Mm-hmm. I want to be Finally Endgame. surpasses Avatar as the number one highest grossing movie of all time. During the panel. Yeah. During the fucking panel. Really exciting stuff. <laughs> so crazy congratulations James Cameron. To them. Absolutely crazy, yeah. Suck it with your crappy your Avatar movie. We it's, hate it's you. It's a good movie. We hate it's Avatar. Watched it. We have one million dollars at this point. Yeah. Which one is crazy. Is over. In, Just are you guys, this is something I don't say often. Are you guys going to buy uh, Avengers? So Endgame? here's my reason why I'm not. Okay. The oh. release is garbage. The the oh, 4K release is missing a whole bunch of things. It doesn't have HDR 10 plus. It doesn't have Dolby Vision. It it doesn't have the IMAX version. So I'm pretty pretty mad about all of that. Okay. Um. And also a lot of my friends are buying it, so I'm sure I'll be able just to just borrow it, it yeah, watch yeah, it, yeah. whatever. But I will eventually, hopefully, when they announce a big box set or something. Yeah. Hopefully, if it's 4K, you know, and hopefully when IMAX gets involved, I'm buying that. You thing. assume for Christmas this year, right? The Infinity Saga. We'll talk a little later My about like all the Marvel stuff, but like to, to get to it now, it's like they showed the logo for the Infinity. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So it's like that that exists for a reason. Yeah. I imagine that will be some sort of box set. My problem is I don't see them like it has. To, we have to wait until Far From Home is out on Blu-ray. It's not going to come out for at least a couple months after that right. happens because they're not going to miss out on their sales home for video sales home, for, yeah. for that, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the other thing is this is going to be a, like a collector's item. Like you'd imagine this is going to be in a crazy set that's awesome and it's going to include 22 movies. Like this is not going to be for your regular 
buyers. There's a lot of questions yeah. there, though. Like, are they going to go the 4K route? Not all movies are, are 4K yet. They've been Most of them, right? I wouldn't there's, say most. There's very few. I think it's right? about 50-50 at this point. No. That are 4K. Yeah, they just finished. Or they, the Iron Man are on pre-order right now. All mm-hmm. three of them. They're mm-hmm. not out yet. Like, uh, if I remember correctly, Captain America trilogy yeah. just released fully in 4K. So it's like, right. they're kind of like making their way through, which is good. One day we'll get that. Um, but with the weird licensing and stuff, of like, I wonder, are we going to get Incredible Hulk? Are we going to get Homecoming and Far From Home? I'm not sure mm. that they'll be allowed to do that in mm. some type of box set. That's really interesting. Um, and on top of that, I just... I wonder if, like, even the collector's edition, if it's going to be, like, the Lord of the Rings style, like, we're giving you so much behind the scenes. This is the definitive collector set that's going to be worth $1,000 or $700, whatever But, I mean, that's 22 movies. Yeah, like, exactly. buying them separately, you're going to get you're really high in that. I actually, but I, I think I that there's, it, yeah. there's a higher chance of them putting out a not-as-crazy collector's edition to keep the cost down that might just be, here's the Blu-rays, here's the discs. Mm. Or here's, like, the uh, essentials. They might do, like, a, like, I don't know, most popular no way. greatest hits. I don't think no. they'll do that. No? No. Mm-hmm. They're going to also do the phase three box because they've done phase one and two. Yeah. And they're and so like, hard. Those, those are so hard to get now. Well, yeah. The the phase one like is famous because the, the box that they used, like, they didn't have rights. For it, not the test oh, rack, yeah. that like the suit, suitcase. suitcase. Yeah. Uh, so like they made them and then had to stop selling them. So now they're super rare and very, very expensive. They didn't own the box. The briefcase that they use is the same one from the movie, uh-huh. but they don't own the copyright to that briefcase. Gotcha. So the Sam company Snyder, that makes the briefcase was like, "Not cool, bro," yeah. and sued them. Give us a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh. Congrats, on Endgame. They did it. Yeah. I don't do physical media, but I want I, I want to buy Endgame for sure. Yeah. And I, I obviously, you know, I don't care about the yeah. bells and whistles. I want to get the, the extended features. I just want to watch it again. I yeah. want to watch it at my own speed. I want to pause it when everybody comes on screen. I yeah. when like when the the physical like if we get a box that's like the 4K, like that's what I want. Like, yeah, and, yeah, like totally. I hope it comes with a code and the code like you know digital album. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I. I'm going to get this movie at some point, and with Disney Plus, it's going to be available oh, that's uh, great to, to stream, yeah. and it's like, yeah. that's not that far away, um, and December. depending on how, like, they've been saying, Tom, about HDR and all that stuff with Disney Plus, and that's the stuff I care about, and the Infinity War to this day, it's like, it's better to watch it streaming on Vudu than it is to watch the Blu-ray, like, that's insane, because it has Dolby Atmos and shit. Like, Assuming you on, have, guys. like, excellent internet, yeah. And TVs <laughs> and all, all yeah, the yeah. stuff, but we do, so. Yeah. All right, now it's time for a big topic. It's time to talk about some Marvel news. Tim Tam. Yes, baby. I got You got notes. the rundown. I got notes for days. Seven pages of stuff. <laughs> I'm very it's cool excited. Shit. Um, first up, Bear, can you bring up the Infinity Saga logo? So this is what I'm talking about here. Is that Jessica right. Chobot at San Diego Comic-Con? Jessica Chobot hosting the Marvel Studios Yay. panel. We know what her. What the hell, man? So cool. So proud of her. That was a surprise. Yeah. Like, I love how she didn't announce it. I'm sure they said not to. I'm sure they said nobody say anything about this stupid thing. You know what Man, I mean? Just in, insane. Utterly insane. But yeah, so this was the, the Hall H panel that happened at San Diego Comic-Con this year. Um, despite me literally begging every single human being I knew to get in, we did not get in. Um, <laughs> God, we got close, though. Uh, but we, we... I mean, I was... We were we were close. <laughs> like... He's standing up. When, when I was when I was Monday morning quarterbacking it of like, man, we couldn't. Get, yeah, because like I was trying to get him in through Marvel games. So like, we can't get anybody in. Da, da, da. I was I was like, ah, oh, you know what? We the rumor had always been that Kumail was in Eternals. Probably should have hit him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah, doesn't matter. It's fine. Um, it but didn't it ended up it ended up being something that you know we've we've pondered. We've we've 
postulated, is that the word? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speculated, did a lot of things over the last year at this point of like, what are they gonna do after Endgame? Like, how are they gonna announce their, their next lineup? And we were all convinced they weren't gonna do the Phase four, here, here's everything, here's the timeline. And they literally recreated what they did in 2014 for I think phase we were three. all convinced. I was hoping that they were going to do this. I didn't expect them to also intro- like have the Disney Plus stuff. And that is the yeah. key element to all of this, man. Yes. When they first, when it started and we just saw all the logos next to each other and it was just Untitled Projects, Untitled, Untitled, going through it all. And he's like, we're going through Phase 3 today. And by the four. way, four. Uh, Phase 4, this is Phase 4. This is the entirety of Phase 4. All the other, Anything that's not that's on that wild. screen is Phase 5 or beyond. Yeah, um, and they, he said that in a whole bunch of different interviews because yeah. it, it it did kind of seem like this is only two years that would make this the shortest. That was phase. my thing when it when it popped up and I was I was watching Agent M's Twitter, mm-hmm. and when he popped up with the image, I was like Jen, like there's six things on here and it's only through 2021. Like that's like ten things. Oh yeah, sorry, yeah. The, ten things. But that when I was looking at it, I had the same moment where I was like it's 2021, and I was in the car with my friends and like I was giving them updates, and I was like doing the math, and I'm like wait a minute, like. Two of these are 2020. Three of these are 2020. Seven of these are 2021. Oh, we have to get seven new movies? Like, yeah, that's exactly. insane. And then when they started talking about it in the TV shows, I'm like, this is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the best possible future for this, where this shows their commitment to these Disney shows. Plus, yeah. And for these shows, are going to matter equally to what, the movies. And what a seal of approval. And it goes back to what we've talked about before on our, uh, you know, postulating shows in the way of like, Ah, does it get confusing? Do you not know what is this and what? Mm-hmm. It, and like, very much clear. Like, right, ah, the Infinity me. Saga is here, and now here is Phase Four, and it includes these shows. And like, you can actually sit there and do it. One question I have for you. Yeah, and we're just shooting from the hip here. Go before for we it, get baby. into it. This came up on the subreddit, and I think it's a great question. Are we going to put the shows into MCU? Hundred percent. Just make sure. yes. episode by episode. Uh-huh. Or, so or here, show by here's show. the thing. No, show by that's, show. that's still. I, I think episode by episode. You think but episode here's, by episode? Here's the problem. I think we do episode by episode MCU interview of the show, and then, then we rank go it oh. against the show. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, for yeah, sure. That's great. But there's a thing that we still don't have the answers to that I'm hoping D23 kind of goes into a bit more. I, is remember we have D23 next month. So like, exciting! Like that is that is insane, and like I'm jumping ahead of it here. But uh, Daniel RPK, who's one of the like Marvel guys, doesn't always get things right, but he's one of those the leaker insider people on on that side of things. He tweeted out, "You thought this was good? Get ready for D23 <laughs> with a little like eye emojis." And who the fuck knows? Maybe he's just like looking. But for I mean, like clout. I could see that being the deep dive into like, hey, look, this is what we have on the stuff that we've shown already, and maybe. This is hints of what phase five is going to look like. Well, we, we get that at the end of this, though, right? In terms yeah, of the hints. True, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I'm just going to... Like, I don't think they're going to go beyond it. We'll, you, let's start, talk about phase four and talk about... Start Comic-Con. at the end real quick of just like a couple like things to keep in mind overall like that I found from interview quotes from Collider and Variety and IGN and MTV and stuff uh, with Kevin Feige. Uh, with Collider, he says, this is the complete phase four, the way I announced the complete phase three five years ago. Things can move. Things can change as they did if you go back and look at... Like, can you bring this up? Thank you. Oh, so cool. Uh, as you, things can change as they did if you go back and look at what we talked about five years ago for phase three. But we've been working on this for quite a while and it's pretty set. But there are always changes possible. Uh, MTV talked to him and said, are you already planting the seeds for the next crossover event, whether it's Secret Wars or whatever? And Feige says, yes, we debated what we should announce today. Should we announce four and five? We've planned them out. We've got five years down the road. And I was like, I think 11 projects in two years is plenty. (laughs) Um, Dude, this looks so cool. An interesting thing. He said 11 projects in two years. There's only 10 projects here. So did he misspeak? Was he including Blade, even though Blade's not going to be in the next two years? Mm. Or is he understanding of the fact that Spider-Man is a part of this? Mm. And Mm. 
we just don't have an announcement yet, and that's because the Sony side of the licensing and all of that. Interesting. If we want to talk about that for a second, some interesting Spider-Man stuff going mm-hmm. on. I was trying to do some deep dives into the contracts, into the figuring out what, what's going to happen. Did you call Tom with, um, I called him. He didn't, didn't answer. answer. Gotcha. Um, but... So I tried to look into the contract stuff of Tom Holland. Tom Holland, how many Spider-Man movies has he signed on for? Blah blah blah. These contracts are not public records, so right, it's not right, like right. you can just find this. So it's all kind of hearsay of what people have said, said yeah. from things yeah. that have heard people like reports the journalists have got and whatever. So uh, the initial deal was only signed for six movies with Holland, broken down to three solo films and three appearances in other Disney distributed Marvel Studios movies. So They've got Civil one War, more? Infinity War, Endgame. His crossovers are done. Yeah. Solo movies, there would be one more. But producer Amy Pascal, who's the person that made the deal on the Sony side, hinted in 2017 that Spider-Man and his supporting cast could eventually disappear from the MCU. She said at the time, one of the things that I think is so amazing about this experience is that you don't have studios deciding to work together to make a film very often. In fact, it may never happen again after we do the sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming. It's crazy. It's, so it's fucking idiotic, is what it is. Well, now, I mean, like they can make a shit ton of money just making their own Spider-Man movie, and like then they have all the money and all the clout. Don't do their that. Own, don't their do own that. Don't shitty do that. Spider-Man don't movies. Up. Don't Here's fuck this up, Sony. Here's the thing. This is where things get into the more rumory, unconfirmed territory of did this guy actually get this info, or is he just doing this to get a fucking headline? But a couple months ago. In a recent edition of journalist Richard Rushfield's entertainment industry newsletter, The Ankler, uh, and Rushfield is a pretty respected dude in, in, in that field. He's been on the business uh, podcast many times and stuff. Like He seems to know what he's talking about. Rushfield peels back the secretive curtain of the deal that was signed between Sony and Marvel Studios back in 2015 to share the character. Quote, the original Sony slash Marvel slash Spidey deal to co-produce these movies stipulated that if this Spider-Man cleared a billion, far from home, mm-hmm. Marvel would get to oversee a third. If it doesn't, full control would have been reverted back to Sony. Did it clear a billion? Not yet. Yeah. And so that's how close it, it didn't look close uh, when it first launched. It looked like they, it made amazing money, but not a billion. But as of right now, it's looking real good. Spider-Man Far From Home is at 970.8 million. We'll see. As of this weekend, it has 30 million left. It's only been in theaters like two weeks. I think it's going to be fine if any other Marvel track record is to show. In fact, it gets even weirder when it comes to these box office numbers. No superhero movie is between 900 and a billion. It's always either under 900 or over a billion. So there's some trend that's just like, if it is that successful, it's going to push over. Um, interesting. God, I, other, I, I hope they keep the don't fuck this up. It, yeah, don't fuck yeah, this don't up. Fuck it up. Yeah. Just don't fuck it up. Uh, but interesting Spider-Man stuff here is so Far From Home is at nine seventy point eight million, which makes it the highest grossing Spider-Man movie ever already. Wow. Uh, Spider-Man Three is the second at eight hundred and ninety. Spider-Man <laughs> Homecoming Crazy. at eight eighty. Spider-Man One at eight twenty one. Two at seven eighty three. So the one that everyone says is the best of the Tobey Maguire it's ones. Like that's surprising. Uh, and then Amazing Spider-Man and. Uh, one and then two at 757, 709. And this is the heartbreak. <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse at 375. Oh my God. Watch that fucking movie, you dumbasses. Man. Animated. Yeah. yeah. Animated. It's just like, so good, what a though. shot. Dude, cat, uh, dude man. are you kidding me? I'm not. I, I'm the first to say yeah. it. I, saw, I tweeted about it this weekend that I thought about the, spot, the message in the movie and started tearing up. It's <laughs> on Netflix. I'm well aware. Trust me, it's definitely when I pop. <laughs> it's one of those ones I pop over just to look at the trailer, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. to have it like autoplay. But yeah, so all that Spider-Man stuff is it's interesting. It's so scary too. Yeah, it is. But I, I think we're gonna hit that mill. 
I want to reread this quote just to myself, but okay. I'll give you back okay. a page. Also, I like, I mean, they made a lot of money off uh, Venom. I'm sure Morbius is going to do well, too. Like, hopefully that's enough for I, them. Yep. Will Morbius do it? Because, like, Venom I get. Venom nobody is thought, that, like, like, no, nobody thought Venom was going to do well. We saw the trailer for Venom. We're like, oh, that movie's terrible. You guys didn't like the trailer for Venom, but of it doing well, that was never a question. Yeah, it was. No, hundred percent was a question. Mm, Venom, it doing well so isn't things. a surprise. Yeah. It was a question for sure. Mm. A Venom movie without Spider-Man? No way. But Venom is a, po- a popular character. That's yes, like, exactly. I get people, and he's a popular enough ca- a character where you could pull that off. Just like Morbius? Morbius? No. Fucking yeah, no. no. But it's the same idea, right? Is that they're going to have the Marvel logo on it. Not Marvel Studios, but the Marvel yeah. logo. And everybody's going to be in the same way here. Like, mm-hmm. that was one of the funny memes going around after this, right? Of like, after uh, Kevin Feige realizes he can slap the logo on anything and it was the Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I'm going to make some weird shit, right? Because yeah. all this shit is like, whatever, but it's got the fucking logo on it. So everybody's like, yeah. Uh, just uh, to get through the stuff that's not on the, the lineup right now, Guardians 3 um, was talked about but Feige said that it's it's happening James Gunn tweeted sorry to disappoint Guardians Volume 3 is happening but I'm finishing Suicide Squad first um, what you get fucking Suicide Squad yeah. yeah we got him now boys yeah. and then and then uh, Variety Kevin Feige was saying on Fantastic Four that all of that is spoilers Woo. but I'm extremely excited about the characters and bringing Marvel's first family up to the sort of platform and level that they deserve oh my God. I'm well aware of what we need to do that was the ending right where he's like that's phase four and everybody's going crazy he's like we didn't get to talk about everything we didn't even talk about Fantastic Four we didn't or we yeah, didn't talk the, the about direct, the we direct talk quote about, that he had should have known Tim had it because he talks about the sequels first yeah. So he talks about uh, Black Captain Panther Marvel 2, 2, Black Panther 2, Guardians Fantastic 3. Four. Or- it's it's wild to me that they're not in this phase. I it, Yes and no. Again, we were talking about this earlier, you and me, when we, were, when we first got here and started ranting about all this. It is the fact that it's so short. Mm-hmm. It is just till 2021. I get that like they're still so far out that like getting those deals and you, you can't fast track them, right? right you right, have right. a plan. You have a vision. You got to bring them in later. But you got to imagine Black Panther 2 as soon as they were done with Black Panther or at least as soon as it premiered and like made a billion dollars they were like oh let's work on this right now. Sure but I I mean it's got to be what in some kind of form of pre-pro right you figure that's going to be for sure. I would I'd say what Black Panther 2 probably is going to be the spring 2022 movie. Well I wonder if there's any like is any of this like this way because of X-Men and Fantastic Four and incorporating so, them? So, okay, check this. I do have the quote here. Um, he says, we didn't have time to talk about Black Panther 2. We didn't mention the fact that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is coming. We didn't have time to talk about Captain Marvel 2. It's on the way. I didn't even have time to talk about the Fantastic Four. And there's no time left to talk about mutants and how they'll make their way into the MCU. Did you see that lot? Did you see yeah. the video clip of it? Yes. Jeez. It's so it's, good. It's amazing. Like you want to talk about like, like what, we're, <laughs> what we were all feeling. I was at the grocery store refreshing this, cooking, refreshing mm-hmm. this. Like what we were all feeling to hear it, to yeah. hear it, yeah. to hear that yep. audience fucking pop Insane, man. When fucking Mahershala Ali puts on the blade cap, the way they fucking lose their mind. Oh, oh man. Like, Jesus. So, uh, it reminds me so much of the uh, the phase three announcement It's video. amazing. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. I, 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 the whole, the, the variety has a, a clip of the entire panel up that you can watch it just doesn't have any of the exciting stuff <laughs> like any of the big reveals or any of the actual footage um and then to ign clarified in an interview with feige about his statement of mutants uh, he was like like why'd you say mutants and not x-men and he was like mutants and x-men are interchangeable i just said mutants whatever we do will be quite different than what's been done before interesting oh so, yeah yeah cool stuff all um, around X twenty three. going back to the beginning can you bring this up please up. barrett uh to read through everything Black Widow, May 1st, 2020. 
The Eternals, November 6, 2020. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Fall 2020. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, February 21st, 2021. February 12th. What's up? February 12th. February 12th, 2021. WandaVision, Spring 2021. Loki, Spring 2021. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Hell yes. Such a Fuck. good name. Yes. Fuck. May 7th, 2021. What if Summer 2021? Hawkeye, Fall 2021. Thor, Love and Thunder. Let's go! God, with the coolest fucking logo on there. November 5th, 2021. Blade with the date TBA, Black Panther 2, TBA, Guardians 3, TBA, Captain Marvel 2, TBA, Fantastic Four, TBA, Mutants TBA, Spider-Man 3, question mark. That sounds Woo! some good movie watching and TV watching. Oh, man. You want to yeah. talk about selling Disney Plus. That's the way Done. to do it. I yeah. mean, there's my I money. Mean, take it. Here's the thing. So uh, we're getting scrambled all around here. What I was saying Scrambling that I'm excited for D23 is I want confirmation on how these shows are going to be released. Is it binge or is it episodic? Because right thought now, they already said it was episodic. All we know is Mandalorian one and two seem to be episodic. Mm. We don't have any really scheduled for the rest of them. I hope so. they binge it. I don't. I yeah. hope it's episodic, I also man. want it to be episodic for multiple reasons. Because one, we could definitely Content have wise, interview. Be yeah, for it'd us. be great for us. And I just feel like it, it's gonna like keep the conversation going. Like yeah, MCU lasts so forever. Money hungry. With your no, content no. Plans. Also, I'm like, joking. It's, no, 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 that makes it, it is, better. I it think. is important that like I feel like if these shows are so well thought and developed, binging them may not be the best way to consume them. Like having time to build suspense and also get excited is important and like true, waiting a week cliffhangers yeah exactly have they talked about how many episodes this stuff is so they're like they're, God, everything they're saying so far is just speaking right to my goddamn soul they're aiming for six to eight episodes okay like six being the the goal and trying yeah. to just make it a tight story and they're they're treating these as if they're projects equal to movies Okay. So it's like they want it to count as much story wise. Hour long and episodes, you think? I'd imagine. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. There. It's a lot. Yeah, especially because you know? they got like forty to an hour. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, will these have post credit scenes? You gotta imagine they will. Ooh. Not after every episode, but after the like end, the yeah. final one. And it's like, are those post credit scenes gonna move into the other movies? What I also really like is I don't expect that we're gonna see seasons of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, no, right, right yeah, yeah. This, this is, is what it thing. is, and it's like this is such a this is such a cool MCU version of what they're doing, and seeing them all together, it's like, yep, these are all equal products. <sighs> it's, so. it's just so exciting, and to like the the story that they're gonna go with with Falcon and uh, we'll Winter Soldier. Yeah, so oh, it's very. Can exciting. you bring up the uh, the cast pick? So this is the Phase Four cast pick. Pretty damn epic. Holy I love that there's so many new faces that we're gonna end up loving eventually. I love oh, the dude that's gonna be the voice of Watcher. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright. <sighs> yeah. Very exciting. From Westworld, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So going into it, let's start with Black Widow. May 1st, 2020. Can you bring up the logo there? That's there what we got. Directed by Kate Shortland. Uh, she's best known for her film Somersault, Lore, and Berlin Syndrome. They're all film festival winners. So she's kind of on the smaller mm-hmm. side right mm-hmm. now. Good. This goes back to what uh, like the earlier phases of MCU Really, we're doing. I mean, all all of them really. Like you know, roosters weren't big until they were. Yeah. Right. Taika wasn't big until he was. So, cool stuff. Um, we got another cast pick here of them. So there's the Black Widow cast. He's got Rachel Wise, dude. That's yeah. awesome. And this dude from Stranger Things. Why is he smelling Rachel Wise's hair? <laughs> I think he's a little kissy kiss. Because he's weird. And this is the dude on the left is the one from Handmaid's Tale, right? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. so yeah, going show. through the the cast here on the left. On your left, uh, we have <laughs> Ot Fagbenel, Benley, 
who you may know as the underrated Bay Luke in Handmaiden's Tale. He's great. His character is a fixer who's not an Avenger. He reportedly has a bit of friction with Natasha and may be romantically linked to her. Um, then next to, to him, we got Florence Poog, who was recently in Midsummer, and she was Paige in Fighting With My Family. Oh. Uh, WWE thing. Okay. Really good. Um, as Talina Belova. Uh, that girl can act very well. No, no, sorry, I'm, I'm wrong with this. She's Yelena. In a quick beat during the film, during the Comic-Con panel, the studio shared footage of Yelena and Natasha fighting each other in Budapest. Um, they kind of have a, a sister relationship. Mm-hmm. She, uh, Natasha actually calls her sis, but gotcha. like I don't know if it's like real sis or like... She might be one of the other ballerina types. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we got Black Widow. You think they're Star setting Joe. up a new Black Widow? Yes. Oh, yeah, with, yeah. with Definitely. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and then we got Rachel Weiss. As Melina, we last saw her romancing and pushing around a queen in The Favorite. Her character mm-hmm. has been cycled through the Black Widow training project called The Red Room since she was a child, first appearing in 1983 in Marvel number 11. Iron Maiden was one of the several mercenaries hired by a character named Damon Dran to eliminate Black Widow. Um, and then on God, the God, Rachel Weisz is such a good actress. I'm excited to see her in Mummy. more stuff. Yeah. We have David Harbour. The Favorite, too. Nah, mommy man. Yeah, all right, you're right. <laughs> Currently, mommy Stranger Things well. as Alexi. Uh, oh no, he's going to be Alexi in this as the Red Guardian, uh, essentially a Russian version of Captain America. Harbor also recently starred in the title role of the reboot of Hellboy. So mm-hmm. he's already well. a titled, established character. People who are saying they want him as the thing, stop. He's not going to be the thing. It's over. It's Unless. Dead. This movie is the prequel to him becoming the thing. Just putting that out. I there. think that would be very a very weird choice. He's like I, I can't. He's like I gotta go deep undercover. I'm going to America, and the last shot is him opening a passport, and it's Ben Grimm, and everyone's like, Ooh. <laughs> so they uh, showed some footage awful. of this set after Civil War. Um, it shows her. The, it starts with like a montage of all her strongest relationships. So you kind of see like her from past movie footage with Cap and Clint and uh, Iron Man. Um, and it ends with uh, kind of the betrayal part of Civil War and her being on the run. Um, they keep talking about the wants to wipe the red from her ledger. Definitely the theme of the movie. Uh, she returns to Budapest. Taskmaster is the villain in the footage shown. All right, Taskmaster. Yelena is sister-like to Natasha. Then they fight at some point. Um, it's been moved. Filming for 30 days, and they showed footage of Budapest, Natasha versus Elena, Natasha versus Taskmaster, brutal fights, great action, gorgeous shots. Can you bring up the concept art? There you go. That's a concept Hell. art of Taskmaster. Looking yes. dope as fuck. Does he? I'm into this concept I, art. I really Imagine like how it, this is yeah. going to translate to. Imagine the a big ass sword. Yeah, that's all fine. It's just the ski goggles. Like, come on. We're gonna make it look more skull. Have you seen the leak shots? I mean, granted they're leaks, so who cares? Yeah. But yeah, remember when we saw the leak shots in Mysterio, and then how he ended up looking? Yep. Oh, I, Captain I remember Marvel? being all on board. And, all, and, and those weren't leak over. shots. Those are the shots. The from EW shots, EW or shots or whatever. Where it's like, why is she in this like frumpy, weird suit? Sure. And now her suit is like awesome. Yeah. We all loved her suit. You're right. Will remember Smith, how much Aladdin? we loved it? Yeah. Yeah. Will Smith, Aladdin, never forget. But anyway, Taskmaster is fucking dope. And apparently in the trailer, um, it's Taskmaster doing what he does, which is mimic your kind of fighting style and moves and stuff. And so he, cool. Like, they're doing the same, like, Hurricane yeah. Rana type shit, and then they both land in the same pose. Uh, it's wild. <laughs> Somebody on the, the subreddit brought up the idea that since he's using the shield, has he, has he been watching Captain America footage? Yep. And uh, yeah, it's it. so yeah. freaking tight. Really love that. Um, I think that's all we really got for Black Widow. Black Widow. Next movie up. Do you think that Hawkeye makes a guest appearance in there? Maybe? I wouldn't be surprised. 
Give him a good moment. Yeah, especially because she's back in Budapest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. She also didn't get a super huge goodbye uh, in Endgame. This movie, I yeah. imagine, is going to be the... Right, the like where it's like we get that meaningful, heartfelt moment with someone like Hawkeye. If I had to guess, they're going to build up this Yelena chick, and mm-hmm. she's going to like pass the torch, but like I'm sure like at some point, whether it's the end or post-credits, there'll be some type of big boss visiting the uh, tombstone type. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier next Woo! up here's the logo um, Anthony Mackie was in an interview and he said that he was fitted for a new Captain America costume oh, oh, uh, even him walking on the set of the, the Holly's panel the with the shield they bring it up look at here we go. Look how happy he is you can see in his eyes he's Captain America Captain dude. fucking America you gotta love it it's interesting that they didn't change the name of the the show because that was kind of the well, idea. Like, but I, I like no. your idea that you brought up earlier where it's the Falcon becoming Captain America. And I think that, yeah. that's, that's what it's going to be. There, yeah. right? That's yeah, what it's yeah. going to be. But I think it's interesting. Like, everyone kind of thought they were going to change the name, especially because they changed the logo. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But the, the, they showed a, an original logo for Falcon and Winter they Soldier. the shield, Greg. At Disney+. Plus. Oh. Remember it looked like... What, like the Falcon looked different. There was a Falcon, Winter like Soldier, the Red also. Falcon, and the Winter yeah. Soldier, little like. I think it plays in perfectly because totally. I think yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The, yeah, yeah. By the end of this, the also, Falcon will be no more. More Baron Zima. <laughs> All right, so that's, with that his that little is, purple mask. That is the biggest right. thing here, Bacon man. Guy. There he is. There we go. Bacon guy making his return. Uh, they did a fun little thing where he had like a video message of uh, the Bacon actor guy. Daniel Brule <laughs> as uh, Helmet Zemo making his return, but now he actually has the common accurate. Hood. Remember um, Bacon Guy right now, number four. Wow. Overall, Ragu Bagu. I mean, he's, uh, this, he was a fantastic five. villain, and it's interesting that he's going to be put in this show because it's like he's so much smarter than these guys. You know? It's going to be cool. <laughs> I, I mean, this is going to be a very awesome show, and obviously a testament and like the test bed for what these Disney Plus shows, like where their quality actually is. Do we get uh, old Chris Evans in there somewhere? God. I hope not, because it's gonna pull on some heartstrings. That I don't. I want. I don't want. I feel touch. like there has to be I mean, at least have, one thing. The thing of, they like, need they get, to they get, prove that this is like, yo, motherfuckers, you gotta watch this. Shit. I, exactly. Think, I feel like he get. I feel like they get their ass kicked by Baron, and like there's like a like they are down in the dumps. We'll never be able to do it. And they get like a pep talk from old Chris Evans yes. on his deathbed. Yes. Wouldn't he have gone back to his own timeline somehow? This is his timeline. No, it's not. You're so wrong. Um, and it sucks. How's it not his timeline? Because he, he lived in another universe that like had him marry what's her face and right, go on. but he's from our timeline, the timeline he's come back to. This is his timeline, is what I'm all saying. Right, right. I mean, kind and you of. can't go back because if you 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 can't go back to the other timeline. That timeline's all on its own. It's all murky stuff now. You know, you have to have Tony Stark do it. And guess what? He's fucking dead. His daughter might be able to figure it out, but she's too young to figure it out. So he's gonna die here alone. Now, don't get me wrong. Peg, Peggy already died. That's clearly why he felt like he. How she die, Greg? Oh, yeah. How did she die? Fucking. That formula was still in Another him, Captain America came from another dimension. <laughs> Sam will wear the cap costume at some point, they confirmed, uh, which is really cool. Probably last scene. Then, you think so? I hope it's earlier. I, I, it last might scene be the, is like the, yeah. the easy answer. But I, man, yeah. I, but I, I, I feel like, it, oh, stick with me, I feel like it would be doing Daredevil right. Remember how Daredevil, right. uh, season one, he finally gets it and gets on one fight, and you're like, well, that fucking sucked. This yeah. one would be cool because it would be like, cool. Final, we're the final fight. I finally feel uh, Caps just died. I feel like I need to. I understand. He puts they have Bucky, he puts it all on. He's like, chink, let's go. They do the one episode that he fucking does it, and he's Captain America, and then it is the graduation. And he's got to say, suit up. Hell yeah. Yeah. 
I hope they do it in like the second episode and like he fails miserably. Yeah. Takes I like it that. off. That's that good one. too. I'm not he's ready. He's back in his uh, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and then gets a modified version that's better for his wings or something, you know? Sure. Love yeah. it. Oh, God, what a world it, it, we live in. Do we think know, he's keeping wild. the wings? Yeah, he's going to keep the wings. Why yeah. the fuck would he ruin it? Like, that's his thing. Like, he doesn't have Super Serum Soldier in him. Yeah. Nope, that's Real quick, Google Sam Wilson, Captain America. Yeah. No, I, honest, I, I, I really I've wish seen, he wouldn't keep I just the wings, show people. Yeah, I, okay. I agree that he needs to. That's what makes him special. Now, but now he just looks. Now he doesn't look like Captain America. Now he looks like no. A but dude. it's a new. But the, here's the thing: it's a new Captain down America. Down to the right. Oh, down, down to the left. Left, left, left. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Look at that. That's too much. Go. Got too many things. Going Hell on. no, dude. Love no, I'm into it. Oh my god! I'm like I. We just don't know yet, right? Do we think that Bucky's gonna hold the shield at all? I mean, he'll pick it up at some point. I mean, like, but prepping for like, hey, he's gonna be Captain America someday. He'll never be Captain America. He'll be Captain America. Get the fuck out of here! No, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. Sorry. Eternals up next, uh, November sixth, twenty twenty. Uh, here's the logo right oh, now. Very Boom. Cool. Uh, directed by Chloe Zhao, a Chinese film director, screenwriter, and producer. Her debut feature film, Songs My Brothers Taught Me in 2015, premiered at Sundance. Her second feature film, The Writer, in 2017, was critically acclaimed and received several accolades, including nominations for Independent Spirit Award and Best Film and Best Director. So another smaller director um, making big moves. Um, Foggy says, quote, it will be a story that will introduce you to this incredibly eclectic group of immortals. They're the focus of the story. It takes place in our universe. It takes place in the MCU. So you'll hear mentions and stuff about it. But yes, the Celestials go back a long way. We know a little bit about them. The, the collector told us about Celestials. Nowhere is the severed head of a Celestial, uh, the planet. Ego was involved with them, but we learned much more about their agenda and what they've been up to. So there's a lot of talk of like, was Ego really a celestial or was mm. he just wrong and like egotistical? Ah. Mm. Um, I did a little research to know who the hell the Eternals are because even after all this, I still don't really know. Yeah. There's someone that it's, I'm it's definitely we- not familiar with. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. The Eternals are immortal aliens sent here by the Celestials to protect humanity from the Deviants. The Celestials were essentially the very first beings ever created. In the comics, the multiverse as a whole will occasionally die, and a new one will be born. We're currently on the eighth version. The Celestials originate in the first multiverse and have been basically seeding and experimenting with life ever since in each multiverse. They're responsible for the shaping of the universe, essentially. In the comics, they're also the creators and distributors of the Infinity Gems. They make them at a place known outside of reality and then place them in each universe. They're responsible for a lot of Earth's powers as they meddled in early human genes. So this, I'm going to stop right now mm-hmm. and just say, earlier you are asking about, Years. like, what's this doing for, for X-Men or whatever. Yeah. Phase four, I very much think, is we're going small. We're introducing a bunch of characters, but they're totally building Setting everything up. For X-Men, for yeah. all the big crossover events. Thanos is a deviant. Yeah. This resulted in several offshoots of humanity, including Eternals, Deviants, Mutants from the X-Gene, and sometimes indirectly the Inhumans, for Kree-activating latent genes left by the Celestials. They're essentially like semi-robotic gods that show up time to time either as plot devices or threats. Nobody actually knows what they look like without their armor. The Eternals were the first race born from the Celestials meddling with early humanity. The cast makes up second, this cast that we see, make up second and third generation Eternals. As Eternals lived on, some were born with something called the Deviant Gene and become more monstrous, and it's looking like the Deviants will be the antagonists of the film. The Eternals would stay on Earth and get involved in all sorts of things from our history. Another offshoot would leave and settle on the moon of Titan, where Thanos would be born to an Eternal named Alars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Also, 
I mean, is there a lot of mystery of what they look like? I feel like people inside nowhere kind of an understanding of what that, right? The skull the inside of the skull. Yeah, like, but I think it's all like under the weird armor stuff. So there's concept like, art of the Celestials. Yes, and it looks so cool. So Ooh. look at that. This movie is going to be really interesting, and I'm very, very excited for it because it's just this is like broad, like giant stuff that we're not used to, like. It, we're not used to thinking the of scale when we think of this about cosmic shit. Yeah, Marvel, and where it's like, is a bunch of this movie gonna take place In the millions of, of years ago? Like over time, yeah, yeah. could be interesting. Uh, a Reddit user xx Francisco says, "Curious, maybe the Celestials, the true Celestials, not wannabes like Ego, got powered by the stones. Mm-hmm. Would we would just mm-hmm. miss Mind, who would be the one whose head ended up becoming nowhere? Also, I like that the Power Celestial is the smallest one of all. So there you go. And we've seen this uh, in Thor: Dark World. Um, mm-hmm. this, this power gem guy on the bottom. Um, was it Dark World? No, it was, it was uh, Guardians. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so." This, this is interesting, and the coloring yeah. does definitely add yeah, up. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. And then we're missing, which one was it? The soul? No. Mind. 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 So mind, then, mind. can you go over to the next picture? Yeah, pull this up, please. So this is the Eternals cast with who they are. Um, I'm going to do this a little bit out of order, because that's how I have it written. Uh, Angelina Jolie. Uh, I got all this from Alejandro Salazar at Refinery29. Angelina Jolie is Thena, the warrior daughter of the eternal Zurus. You might have guessed it, but there are deliberately strong parallels to Athena and Zeus. Athena's original story actually begins when she changes her birth name, Azura, so that she and her father could serve as Athena and Zeus's human representatives on Earth. Along with being a formidable warrior with your standard super strength, among other abilities, it's not clear which power she'll have in the, this movie. Athena is a noted scholar, having studied under both eternal and human teachers across millennia. She's the cousin of Thanos. Ooh, mm. he's purple. Uh, then we not. got Richard Madden, um, who is Rob Stark in Game of Thrones, Prince Charming oh. in the live-action Cinderella, recently in Rocket Man. Oh, yeah. Um, he is Icarus. He's good in Rocket Man. He's a bad guy in that movie. His character actually has a personal relationship to the Icarus of legend. In the comics, Icarus was the father of Icarus. One of those Icaruses has a K, one of them has a C, uh, who was born to a human mother. Icarus with a C died in the comics, and as he did in his myth, by devising a winged flight suit flying too close to the sun and falling to his tragic death. And in mourning, Icarus with a K took his son's name to honor his memory. Uh, then we got Kumail Nanjiani. You know him from Silicon Valley and The Big Sick. He's Kingo. Kingo is described as a samurai and master swordsman who par- parlayed his skills into a successful career as a film star and producer. No details have been released regarding how the Eternals will adapt him from the comics, but Nanjiani's bound to bring some always welcome comic relief to the film. Uh, he says, quote, Marvel movies have action, drama, romance, comedy. They have everything. So I'm just excited to be able to do all of that, Nanjiani said at Comic-Con. Uh, Lauren, Lauren Rindloff, who was Miss Deaf America 2000 to 2002 and Connie from season nine of The Walking Dead, is Makari. Uh, Rinloff is making MCU history as the franchise's first ever deaf superhero. And in yet another departure from the comics, Rinloff, a woman of color, plays the Eternals, uh, the Eternal Makari, who's originally portrayed as a white man. Makari has superhuman speed and a history of meddling with human affairs from the Trojan War to the reign of Vlad the Impaler to the Battle of Alamo. He's also a skilled engineer and scholar. Uh, We got Brian T. Henry. He's from the original cast of Book of Mormon, Atlanta, and Jefferson Davis from Spider-Verse. He was also uh, in Child's Play, and he was great in that. Yeah, the recent Child's Play. Um, He's Fastos. Fastos is known for his intelligence and is often confused for the Greek god 
Hephaestus. Hephaestus. Uh, he reportedly has the pedigree to back it up. According to Nerdist, the character built most of the Eternals devices. So we got the Donatello of the group. Uh, he does got, machines. He does machines. Then we got Selma Hayek, uh, who is playing Ajax. In a clever bit of gender-bent casting, Hayek is playing Ajax, the leader of the Eternals. In the comments, comics, Ajax spent much of his time in Central America and became a, a deity to indigenous populations in the region. The Aztecs thought he was... How do you say that, Kev? <laughs> Quetzalcoatl. Quetzalcoatl. Nice the job, feathered Kev. serpents and the Incas worshipped him as the Lord of Flights. Teco Matsin. During ancient Greek times, Ajax was confused for Ajax, a hero of the Trojan War, uh, and a Comic-Con hike introduced her character as a strong woman, adding there are a lot of motherly instincts in this eternal who's not supposed to have kids. Don Lee, uh, one of the most popular and bankable actors in South Korea, is Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh is named after the legendary hero and Mesopotamian king. It's unclear whether he actually is the Gilgamesh of lore. After years in exile, he was also dubbed the Forgotten One and became the physically strongest of the Eternals. Uh, he says, I can't wait to show you the power of Gilgamesh uh, at Comic-Con. And when asked if he or the Incredible Hulk would win in a fight, he said Gilgamesh, but not after quipping, is Mark Ruffalo here? Because I don't want to upset him. <laughs> and then we got Leah McHugh, a 12-year-old actor uh, known for The Lodge, American Woman, and Totem. Uh, she's playing Sprite. Um, this was rumored to be... Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but no, it's a little 12-year-old. Although physically a child, Sprite is an eternal. Sprite is an incorrigible trickster and practical joker and has been for centuries. It's rumored that in Marvel continuity, uh, he was the inspiration for William Shakespeare to write the character of Puck. In a Midsummer's Night Dream. So you assume she has to die in this movie, right? Right, because she can't. She grow can't up, be young. Yeah. She can't be young forever. They or can't. somehow she like <laughs> they can break the eternal. Yeah, curse. exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm like I've always wanted to grow up, and that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, he revels in what he sees as playful behavior, seemingly unmindful of the sometimes deadly consequences of his pranks, especially to fragile mortal humans. Though he has been punished time and time again for his actions, he always returns to preferred way of life after a while. This is Loki. Little Loki. Yeah. Little Loki. Yeah. Little Loki. Baby Loki. It's it's crazy that like they're throwing this like giant world at us that's like, man, I cannot wait to jump into these characters. I hope that one of them is like huge and like we get movies that come out of this. Marvel. Bless them. For it's me, it's definitely I love Marvel and you put the studios on it, I'm gonna go watch it. This is the one I'm least excited for yeah, just because yeah, it gets yeah. so That's what you said about Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm just kidding. I I mean I remember talking sh not shit, but I was like, eh, but this one's so so, so big, big that yeah. I, have, I have trouble wrapping yeah, my head yeah. around it. This, I think, is going to be the biggest struggle of them so far. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, yeah. not only is it a bunch of characters with weird names that we don't know, like even comics fans aren't familiar with. Like yeah. These are even lesser on the list than Guardians ever were. Is that know? true? Eternals? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I feel like Guardians, when Guardians, least, when, I definitely know when Guardians happened, it was like, Guardians? Yeah, sure, they have heard, heard, heard of them, right? You heard of Rocket Raccoon. There are hero clicks of Guardians. Yeah. I don't know if there was of the Eternals. You know, mm, great point. Um, hero clicks. There might have been. Decides all. It does. It does. No, but I think more than that is what is the tone of this movie? I think yeah. Guardians succeeded so much because it was able to be this kind of like space comedy thing. And like from what we've seen of Marvel, space is comedy so far. Yeah. Right? We got Ragnarok. We I don't got think that that's like going to stay the same. And I don't I know if that's going to I think with this cast of characters and Kumail getting like, I think Kumail is going to be really funny. I, I yeah. think they have a really interesting thing. Remember when we read The Sword for Comic Book Club? I feel like it's a similar thing there. I just need you to nod. You were the, you didn't read it, I know. I didn't read it. it was a similar thing of these, people, these gods that had existed forever on Earth, right? And like, there was enough diversity there. I think it's going to be really fun to start in the modern day of what they're doing and where they are and then rewind it and see them be these 
hulking beast gods that are doing all this different stuff. And maybe I'm misinterpreting the story all around. But yeah, well, there's the, the hulking giant beast gods, like the Eternals or? Yeah. Celestials. Yeah, Celestials. Those are different. Like, those are the... We don't know what those are. They created 100%. them. Yeah. Right. I think they're going to yeah. interact with them in a more... I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then they'll be the basic Kumail playing video games, and you're like... It's interesting, because there could be in this... It could span like a big chunk of time, yeah. and then part of that could be like, oh, this is what they did in the past, and then another part could be like, this is what they did behind the scenes in the MCU. And that—that's the thing I'm most excited about is because like Feige is saying it takes place in our universe, it takes place in the MCU. It's like I think he's really talking about like all the stuff of mm-hmm. it's not just going to be them doing Trojan Wars and yeah. blah blah blah. It's going to be events that we. I think you'll see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're going to see they'll go far enough back. You oh, see yeah. them interact. It'd be yeah. really cool if when. Um, What's his face? Red Skull grabs the Tesseract and gets zapped somewhere else. There's someone on the other end being like, all right, we moved him, and now he's over here. You have to do this now. And it's the, Eter- the yeah the Eternals that are running these minor things behind the scenes that will, like... And I feel like they have yeah. to do that type of stuff. Not too much of mm-hmm. it, but, like, that that grounds it in why yeah. we would give a shit about yeah, this yeah, whole totally, thing. Totally. Um, but, yeah, I do think that this is going to be a, a big... A big question for them, but like they're, they're showing confidence having this be out the gate, yeah. one of the first phase yep. four things to yeah. go. So, uh, then next up, we got Shang-Chi. Wait, wait, before you do that, go let's take it. a moment to read some ads. Our first ad today is Me Undies. Summer comes with a number of awesome perks vacation, beach days, barbecues, but one perk that outshines them all is summer themed undies, courtesy of, you guessed it, Me Undies. Me Undies is the only brand that lets you eat pineapples while wearing pineapple undies. Pineapples are gross, but Me Undies are so comfortable. Uh, Or watch the skylight up on the 4th of July knowing your undies are doing the same. I love Me Undies so much. My onesie is my new favorite loungewear. I use it at home all the time. It's just so soft and comfortable when you wear them with your Mirandis. <laughs> Nothing beats that comfort. Speaking of comfort, me undies, scientists spent countless hours in their underwear labs testing out the softest fabrics in the land. The result? Micromodal fabric, which is a full three times softer than boring old cotton. Yeah. Cotton, you suck. <laughs> Not only that, but you can match your bottom half with your better half in matching prints and colors. Look out for new summer theme prints dropping every Tuesday. Right now they have a little shark theme one that I really want to get. Ooh. It's a bunch of little sharks. I yeah, love, it. I, love yeah. it. I also have the pineapple one. I don't like pineapples, but God, I love me undies. I'll even wear these things. Uh, me undies also makes the softest lounge pants and onesies. I've talked about it. I... Really, really wanted to wear my onesies to the the airport, but Paula was like, you don't got enough. Like, It has pockets. She just talked me out of it. She scared you, but don't be scared, Kevin. Paula also loves her new Mer People lounge pants, Ooh. and I'm not going to lie. When I got them, it was real hard to give it to her because they could have been mine. You know? Maybe once she's not home, you just sneak them on. You know? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Finally, you can now watch a uh, match with your pup. With their new buddy bands Aww. available in the same prints and colors as they're me undies. This is important stuff, people. They're little bandanas you put on your your pups yeah, or I love cats. It. Ooh. You know, is Thomas gonna wear one? Oh, I don't maybe. know. Uh, me undies has great offer for our listeners. For any first time purchasers, when you purchase any me undies products, you get fifteen percent off and free shipping. Get fifteen percent off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. 
go to to get the 15% off free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash morning that's meundies.com slash morning our next ad is quip packing your toiletries somehow always involves a delicate game of stacking and spacing hacking and don't get us started with the lotion exploding all over your dop kit. That happened to me this last trip to Austin. It was terrible. Oh, wow. I had sunscreen everywhere. My toothbrush, my Go toothbrush, covered. Do you know why? Because it didn't have a little cover. It didn't have a cover on it. These Miyandi ones are great. Or, I'm sorry. These Quip ones are great. Uh, let's see. That's why electric toothbrush work just as well at home as they do on the go. The compact and wireless design tucks easily in the corner of your carry-on or your back pocket if you're just spending the night. Plus, travel-ready cover protects you. See, this is what I'm talking about from the sandy swimsuits and luggage slip-ups. Like my sunscreen exploding. Heartbreak. Uh, and three-month battery life will last through a season filled with weekend getaways. Um... Uh, they're making it easier than ever to keep up with your wake-up and wind-down routine when you're out of the office. That's why Tim loves them so much. Also, they're super stylish. You guys get it. They I love my quip very much. I'm Greg Miller, not Tim. <laughs> they also have the built-in two-minute uh, two timer. pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to when to switch sides and help you clean your whole mouth, um, it's, which is super important because nobody does that right. We all know we take 15 seconds and we're done. With me on the earth. God damn it. With Quip, you can do it right. The multi-use cover works as stand, mounts to mirrors, slides over the bristles, keeps your the pack to pack and protect your Quip on the go. Um, Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals, and they have thousands of varied verified five-star reviews. The new brush is the same size as our original... Oh, this is for kids. Just tweaked for size down mouths. Kids are inspired to brush better and more often with oral care that looks and feels like products the adults in their life use. And they're proud to use Quip. Help them develop a grown-up routine without childish gimmicks. Tim loves Quip because it's so stylish. He's got the all-black Quip, and it's dope. Get Quip at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash KFMS. Right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash KFMS. Now, back to the Marvel news. Shang-Chi, baby. Let me tell you about this. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Man. Not All one, those not two, nerds. not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not so nine, many but rings. ten. So many rings. February 12th. 2021. Now, now, when's the last time we heard about these 10 rings, Greg? Oh, man, I'll tell Iron Man you. One. Nope. Thank you. All right, man. Three. Really? Yeah. Well, technically, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, the right. last time we heard about him the, was... The 10 rings they, they mentioned in Iron Man 1, right? Uh, there's a weird like logo that oh, you see you're right. in the background. The logo's in the background. That's yeah. all you but really Because Iron Man 3 was the Mandarin. We With got the, the 10 lie. rings. Yeah. Oh, did they talk about the Ten Rings? They did. You're yeah. Right. You're right. So, uh, th- we're getting the real Mandarin in this. But I guess technically the last time we saw it was in the All Hail, Hail the King one shot yep. uh, featured on Thor Dark World. God. Where we saw Trevor Slattery in jail. Do you remember watching this? The fake Mandarin. Oh, I we- never watched this. Oh, really? I never, I never did yeah. the extra credit. Oh. Um, Can I get him on YouTube? 
Yeah. Cool. You can get this one, and it's awesome. Like this is. I heard they were all I great, think. Right? Is this the They're Justin Hammer? This, this is the really good this one. This is where Justin, Justin Hammer pops in it. Yeah, this one's really cool. You and got it, Sam Rockwell. will rock my world. I'll watch it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Everybody tweet me these links because I won't remember to the watch The Mandarin's a warrior king who inspired generations of men through the Middle Ages, perhaps even further back in time. The assassin says, there's someone who wants to meet you. The Mandarin has come back for his name. That's somebody that was talking to Trevor yeah, for yeah. his sins. Um, but anyway, we're getting into all this. Logo, boom. Can you bring it up? Boom. Barrett. Oh. The boom, boom. was you. Boom, there it is. There it is. Uh, directed by Destin Daniel Creighton, a Japanese-American film director, screenwriter, producer, and editor. He's best known for his collaborations with Brie Larson in the films Short Term 12, The Glass Castle, and Just Mercy. Um, a little background on Shang-Chi. As a master of hand-to-hand combat, Shang-Chi's power stems from his ability to learn any fighting style as well as control the life force, Chi. A bit able to dodge bullets, deflect gunshots, and dodge deadly weapons ranging from swords to shuriken, uh, Shang-Chi can throw down with the best of them. Previously, in Marvel comic books, he's taught Spider-Man, Wolverine, Captain America, and more recently, Domino, different styles of fighting. I feel like the, the the stuff that he can dodge very limited. I wish it went a little further, you know, like bullets or arrows. Yeah, no. you know, I'd be able to dodge bullets, deflect oh, gunshots, I'm sorry, and dodge deadly weapons. Ranging. I just heard shurikens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, <laughs> Simu Lu is going to be Shang Chi. We got some real fun tweets for you here to to bring up. Right? What? He, look at what, this dude owning social media. Hold on. Barrett struggling. Um, but anyways, yeah, uh, you, didn't, you didn't send this to me. Oh, fuck. I fucked that. So I got it. I'm on it right now. So you want to start with this, the 2014 one? Yeah. You want to start with this one? Yep. Go for it. Okay. Uh, I'm sharing to assets. This is another interesting one where it's like, I don't know much about Shang-Chi. But I don't like, know anything about it. But Doctor like, really, Strange, I was like, all right, like they're going to do Origins right now. He sounds way like uh, a cool Iron Fist, right? Have yeah, any of you guys watched so Kim's bad. Convenience on Netflix? No. no. I've heard you should things. watch it. So what, what's the word on this, Joey? So what is that show? He's the so main character. It's a Canadian show um, about this Korean family that owns like a convenience store. And it's very like, uh, what are the comedy, short comedy shows called that I can't, sitcoms, I guess. Sitcoms, yeah. It's really funny. It's really good. It's pretty niche, but he's really good in it. He's super funny. He's one of the main characters. It's three seasons on Netflix. You can watch it right now. Just so you get like an idea of what he's like. It's really good. I recommend it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Do you have the tweet, Barrett? There we go. So in 2014, he said, hey, Marvel, great job with Captain America and Thor. Now how about an Asian American hero? And then July 21st, when it was announced, he just replied to himself, LOL. <laughs> and then there, so was, there was another tweet That's as great. well. I sent it okay, to you, Barrett, cool. as well. Oh, I think. Uh, this one right there at the top. Thanks for getting back to me. Yeah, hold on. And this one, okay, Marvel, are we going to talk or what about Shang-Chi in December 2018? And he responds, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it, man, having fun. That's they also announced funny. Aquafina is going to be part of the cast. All right, dude, Hell Aquafina yeah, man. fucking killed her. Good for her. Did you watch Farewell? Wait, Aquafina's a person? Well. I thought that was a character you were announcing. No, no Aquafina, the actress? Yeah. Been in Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, okay. Uh, Ocean's 8, okay. The Farewell. Show me now a photo. This. Come on, Barry, you got the Twitter. You got oh, the internet. Man, she spells it so... There. Oh, he nailed it. Damn, he knows Aquafina. Oh! I love her in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yeah. she's, she's fantastic. Yeah. She's yeah. great in everything she's been in. So wait, so you saw Farewell? Yes, The Farewell. Was it oh, good? How was it? It's it was so very good. good. It was, oh, yeah. it was so enjoyable. It. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, it was a great movie. Okay. So yeah, Aquafina, we don't know anything about her character. It literally just said Aquafina. That's all we need to know. That is all we need to know, honestly. Great. I hope she's the funny friend. 
Tony Long Tony! is going to be the Mandarin, uh, the, the real Mandarin. Uh, he's a Hong Kong actor. He's considered one of Asia's yeah, most successful and internationally recognized actors and was named as Small Tiger among five Tiger Generals of TVB. I don't know what that means, but that sounds that fucking awesome. Um, but uh, I was with um, all of my very Chinese friends uh, uh, at Comic-Con, and they were losing their shit that's over, awesome. over this. Um, this guy specifically. Jesus the whole thing, but this guy specifically. Is that second picture of him too, or is that the other? No, that's that's. He's got a good chest. Yeah, you know does. what I mean. Great abs. Great abs. Great abs. abs. Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty much that. I'm excited for this one. I think it's going to be yeah. real cool. Uh, then Loki Spring Woo! 2020. Let's take a moment to talk about this logo. What the fuck happened here? It'll make sense when you see it. It'll make sense when we see it, I'm sure. But, like, like, it doesn't now, and we've got several, like, a long time till we see it. Well, isn't the L kind of like Captain America's font? And isn't the O, like, Asgard font? Like, I think it's giving you a hint as to what he's going to be doing in this show. No, and I get that, that, but it just looks like shit. Is that it's not those fonts. Like, the O is, but the L is everybody. Yeah, it's like, because I I thought that, too. Like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, is that Thor 1, Thor 2, Thor 3, and then just, like, a Loki thing? And it's not, though. (laughs) So. I mean, I just feel like this is like it's it's funny. There's so many good um, logos in this, and then they had a logo to that like it is not good. This I super like to do weird away. shit, man. I think yeah. all of them are like weird. I think that there's a couple of them that I'm like, those don't look what I'd expect them to. Like I the mean, Wandavision they, ones, they probably like, won't be finalized. I like the Wandavision one because it gives that 1950s um, Atomic Family vibe. You know, like on the fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah like frigid area. It's that text, yeah. and it's just. I, I think like this because it's fucking weird. And this it shows so this weird. show's gonna be fucking I, weird. Write it in dog shit. I don't care. It's fucking Loki. It's Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. Tom Hiddleston, baby. Oh, boys. Confirmed <laughs> this is the 2012 shit. Loki that escaped with the Tesseract. I, we're now dealing with weird shit, ladies and gentlemen, in the multiverse, MCU. We, this is the oh, yeah. multiverse. This, this is, is our first parallel timeline. First test. Do you like, think he gets out and gets to our timeline? I don't know. I mean, the most interesting thing is, like, and Kevin Feige was doing interviews, he was like, this is the 2012 Loki. Think about what that means. He just got Hulk smashed back and forth at the end of Avengers. No redemption arc. No growth. No knowledge of what happens after that. Is it possible for him to jump to our universe? It's comic books, books, man. If he jumps in the future, it would be his future not ours so well, yeah, with things yeah. we know right now sure. but yeah the, the eternals fart or something and guess what exactly there we are i'm over <laughs> here now um then we got wandavision also spring 2021 <laughs> spring's gonna be popping off this logo 2021 is popping off yeah. in general i'm Can't very wait. into yeah. this. this fuck 2020 already i'm done with it i hope we get the opposite of the vision comic where, where she's created the vision and yep. she's trying to like live in her weird world she's yeah i mean dude this it feels with all like the news we got that's coming up right here with yeah. this story and the next one, it's insane what they're fucking building. Because <sighs> so Elizabeth exciting. Olsen, Paul Bettany, and Tayona Paris, who's from Mad Men and Dear White People, uh, playing Monica Ram- Rambeau, the little girl from Captain Marvel. Which is weird. Up. Which is oh. weird. Why? Because how long ago? Oh, I guess. Yeah, Captain, Captain Marvel was in the 90s. Right, you guys are right. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. That's not weird. And she cool becomes, as hell. when we did the Captain Marvel in review, we She's talked about how she becomes a super Photon? Photon. Photon. Is it Photon? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see what, that may not be what right. happens here. <laughs> with, with, I think it is. Really? Um, okay. But I love that. Yeah. Like that, yeah. this type of continuity is why we love the MCU so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, just so crazy to think that like 
the little like, girl from, from Captain the 90s. Marvel is now going to be in this. Like, all right, cool, awesome, so in. They confirmed it is set after Endgame as well. Mm-hmm. So I think we're about to see some real dark Scarlet Witch shit. I'm I'm very excited, and they well, were saying that, that this is going to be more like this is going to be the introduction of like her witch powers yeah. way more, and it leads into. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse <laughs> of Madness. <laughs> the first what a great title. I will say there's a lot of M's in this title. I'll there are. M? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but here's the logo. Uh, directed by Scott Derrickson, who has is known for two things: Doctor Strange One and Good Sinister. Movie. Fucking terrifying movie. Terrifying fucking movie. I hate that movie so much. And they much. said this is gonna be the first scary MCU film. So put Which, those things together and oh yeah, baby. I'm, I'm so like on the fence of oh, like baby. I really like Doctor Strange, so more Doctor Strange is awesome. But an actual scary movie? I don't know, guys. It won't be that scary. How is Andy gonna take it? Not well. Poor little Andy. No. He's gonna have to watch it. Is Scarlet Witch, uh, you think, gonna be a good guy, bad guy, gray guy in this? One? I, I think it's gonna be the worst. She's kind of lost her shit here. I don't in know. WandaVision. I mean, that's that would be such a cool thing that if one division ends and she's lost her shit, and now we have her doing some weird shit because she can't control herself. Yeah. The, yeah. the thing is, the rumors are the bad guy in this is Nightmare. Okay. So oh, yeah. I is, can kind of see that rumors, or I, th- I thought that was confirmed. It's. I mean. No. All but confirmed. it's one of those things yeah. where it's yeah. Scott Derrickson has been tweeting a lot about Nightmare, but it's like not like Nightmare's the bad guy. Um, but I can imagine Wanda kind of like losing her shit slowly over the show, going into this, and then Nightmare kind of like pushing it over the edge. I wonder if Nightmare is the catalyst that, that like caused, caused her to lose some her shit. Yeah, crazy shit. Does that start yeah. the mutants? I don't know. The opposite of House of M. Um, this ties directly into WandaVision. And yeah, Scarlet Pitch. Oh, Jesus. Scarlet Bitch. (laughs) Scarlet Witch is going to be, that's what I meant to say, um, in this, in the way like Hulk was in Ragnarok. Yeah, they they said, they, they said like whatever her arc is in her show, she will find herself on the doorstep of Doctor Strange's place. Uh, at the end of it, it, pretty much, it's it's mind blowing that like this show is directly going to connect to this movie, and that like everyone's going to have Disney Plus because they Disney Plus about to make a gajillion yeah. fucking dollars, <laughs> right? Yeah. Seven dollars at a time, good for them. <laughs> Cheap enough to like keep people yeah. going, and that's another reason not don't put it out binge wise. You know no, I mean? keep put it out week to week. Yeah. Anyways, uh, what if? Summer 2021. Here's the logo. Remember when I pitched this and Louis Medina's like, no, that's a stupid idea, Greg. In your fucking face, Louis Medina. I do remember remember that. Thank you. Spike the football. Uh, Here's the cast list. Which is freaking insane. This was the thing that we talked about on that Game of Grey show. Michael. We were like, this is Dream World. They would never actually do this. Here they are. They're doing it. And they literally listened to our episode, and we and did it. We made this the characters from the MCU. And so so they, this gives us an idea of some of the storylines that they might play. I was trying mm-hmm. to remember, and I got facts and what we talked about on the show. This is animated, right? That's how yeah. they're bringing everybody back. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah so these are just VO. Gotcha. Uh, Perfect. Everybody. Yeah. But it's that's awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. So yeah. I, I mean, wonder. Like, do, do we think this is going to be like more towards adults? Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But it's just that's that's such a hard product. I mean, like as we just talked about with Spider Man, like animated doesn't perform as well. Sure, but that's a movie. Uh, that's a major theatrical release. Mm-hmm. This is hey, you know the major theatrical releases you want. We have these videos that I think of storylines that don't necessarily. Connect. Yeah, but I think I think canon. there's enough of us that when you put up a thing, you're like, what if uh, Michael B. Jordan was Black Panther? Uh, he didn't give up the film. Oh, right? he didn't lose. Damn. 
What if Winter Soldier didn't uh, come out of his uh, mind wipe, right? What if Thanos won, kept winning? What if uh, Loki never I died? I can't believe this is the world we live in where <laughs> like, this thing. is a possibility. I think that this is very much going to be a test bed for things that are moved into real canon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Do some cool stuff and like some multiverse yeah. shit. Hey, it turns out, it out if Red Skull had like, I mean, you look at this and this is like the most exciting one of them. I mean, this whole, everything's exciting. Don't get me wrong, but like the cast of characters. I mean, Michael Rooker. Like, what if you know Yondu didn't did eat Peter? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what if they did get like how weird is it? We, okay, we have Ant Man, right? We got Paul Rudd, and you have uh, and then we got have Michael Douglas, Douglas yeah, too. Oh, no, Michael Douglas, but then we also got the that guy, his friend. <laughs> well, why is it just him? <laughs> Hey man, that's what they got. Where's Michael Pena? So, so, so this next piece on this show is why I think this is going to be their version of the Twilight Zone. Yeah. So uh, go for it. So uh, this guy right here, Jeff Watcher, baby, yes. right? So you know him from Westworld, Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and the upcoming Bond Twenty Five, as well as Basquiat, which I've never seen. No, no, I've one. heard of it no, before. It's not ringing any bells. Bosco. Uh, but anyway, here we go. We get this cool image of, He's gonna be of the, the watcher, watcher yeah. over there. He's the fucking watcher, man. Yeah. God, awesome. so if you cool. don't, if you never read what if comic books, this is gonna be so fucking good to take the Marvel Studios universe, the MCU, and say what if this shit happened? It's gonna fucking be it's, awesome. I mean, this is like Marvel, uh, totally unhinged, having fun with like, <laughs> hey, you know, it'd be cool. Let me tell one story that may not necessarily have ramifications in the whole universe, and yeah. it's just like God. So the so first excited. one we know is Peggy becoming the Super Soldier instead of Steve, Woo! with Steve donning armor. Like the Mark One Iron Man armor made by Howard Stark, oh. which is cool as hell. Yeah. And if you go back to the cast page, it's like you can see the. Um, you say that, but why isn't Peggy or uh, she's in the middle, right under yeah, the yeah, dark? Yeah, yeah, right there. Thing, and then sorry, um, we're looking at a very low res. Wait, yeah, 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 is yeah, Chris yeah, Evans is, on there? No, I don't see him. Okay, Chris oh, Evans, yeah, don't be a jerk. But no, work he's for scale. Be go do it. it. Work for scale, Chris Evans. Hmm. They have money to pay. Yeah. Anyway, cool stuff. Nebula, though, that's awesome. Then, Hawkeye Fall twenty twenty one. Look at that logo! Oh my god! I I lost my shit. Seeing this when it was this logo, I'm like, holy crap! And in interviews, they're saying that they're going to take from the the fraction story, but also other stories as well. Of course, yeah. yeah. For the people that don't know what the fraction story is, it's what's your because you talk about it all the time. I mean, it's. It's it's what gave Hawkeye an identity, I think, to most fans, right? It's it, Hawkeye being an everyday. It's what does Hawkeye do when he's not an Avenger? Yeah, and it's him living in a shitty New York Sounds apartment, boring. needing it, rent. The dog, Kate Bishop, the other Hawkeye. It introduced up. more people. It introduced to Kate Bishop yeah. being super cool and like a fun Hawkeye. It introduced yeah, it introduced comedy to Hawkeye, which was really fucking awesome. It introduced uh, like why you should actually care about Clint. It's something that has had ramifications uh, throughout media, like mm-hmm. since then, right? Like even in Ultimate Alliance three, right? He looks like the the Hawkeye you'd expect from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but when you talk to him, he mentions, he mentions Kate Bishop and he jokes around about it. And like, it's very much like, hey, this is the defining moment for this character modern time. So we, we got confirmation that Jeremy Renner's in it as Clint Barton. This will introduce <laughs> Kate Bishop and it will also explore Clint's time as Ronan. So that's the interesting that's nice. like, yeah. kind of thing there. So it's obviously going to be the MCU version because that storyline wouldn't work. I given wonder what if we, we get flashbacks. Oh, yeah, no, totally, one hundred percent, and like consequences. I think it's going to bring it back to people. Exactly, yeah. Kevin, you know, it's going to be so him good. on the farm with his family, <laughs> trying yeah. being dad again. But then the flashbacks to all the people. Yeah, he fucking took uh, out and, and then Kate Bishop. Yep. Um, like, is she just some random lady? Young Avenger Hawkeye. Yeah. She is, but she's Hawkeye. no relation to. Nope. Okay, no. she is just. 
the new. And you assume the new this Hawkeye. is the same thing, right? Of passing the torch so that uh, he, Jeremy Renner can stop being Hawkeye. Yeah. But like, do we think there's any chance that like Kate Bishop will be retooled into being his daughter? Potentially. Yeah. They did say Kate Bishop though, so mm. yeah. I think we already heard the name of the daughter, so that would be weird. And also her last name is Barton. Yeah. Unless her middle name is Bishop, and they pull some weird stuff. Unless she marries someone, I don't know. There's a lot of things they can do. It's the MCU. <laughs> it's you can do so whatever the fuck they yeah, want. I want to uh, maybe Katie. Jer- Jeremy Renner uh, posted some shit that he oh. wasn't supposed to post. Oh, great. Good uh, job, but a cool little animation. Oh. <laughs> Two arrows for him and Kate, you see. There's Kate. God, that moment right there. Hell yeah, dude. That's so really cool. cool. I love in this video, you see the security come up with the light. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it's Jeremy Renner. <laughs> did you see? I'm all good. Did you see him entering? Somebody had an audit, him entering, bumping the security guard. He, was like, and doing he like came fighting. from the crowd, slapping everyone. He was like, oh shit. Uh, the the one little, uh, not uh, anecdote I want to add uh-huh. to this. Obje- an- anecdote. No. Anecdote. I know, right? You so. got it. Don't worry. Nobody cares. Doesn't matter. It's this show. <laughs> You know what I mean? You fuck, up, you fuck up everything you say. <laughs> you want to brush your teeth better? Use me undies. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm Kevin, sorry. for the record, too, I'm having a great time on this podcast. <laughs> good, good, I'm I'm not, I don't even mean like, you know, like you're doing a great job. Um, no. I, just a personal uh, anecdote to throw back here, right? Of being on the IGN stage for Comic-Con years and years and years ago. So like pre-2014, 20, 13, 12 with the, the cast of the Avengers. And I remember during, it was, you know, there's always, all right, they're finishing up sad. Here's the next people. They sit down. You get to talk for a while. I remember sitting next to Jeremy Renner and I want to say Colby Smulders and definitely Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that's right. And sitting there bullshitting around about it. And, and uh, Renner said something to the effect of like, ah, yes, nobody cares about me or whatever. And I remember being like, no, dude, like right now, Hawkeye's hot, popular, more popular than ever. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, they're doing this. This guy, Matt Fraction, is doing this run, and it's amazing every level. He's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, maybe one. And like, but I said it, never believing it. I'm no. sure, for the record, I uh, every other journalist who knows comics said this to him too. I'm not he trying to say like, he fucking wrote it down. He went up to five. Oh, like, like, it's more hold a fun on thing a of like, telling him him telling it he had no idea what I was talking about and then also me being like that'll never fucking happen and they're never happened. gonna give Hawkeye that we're now at a love. point that it's like like seeing that logo it, it gave me this feeling of like oh my god like they are pulling from our favorite storylines mm-hmm. and like we've seen what they've done with Civil War which I would argue they did a better job in the movies than the comics like they know what they're doing with this shit and it's like let's take these iconic stories and put a twist on it and yeah the Hawkeye story will not work with the Hawkeye we know yeah, they'll yeah. make it work yeah. they'll make it better hopefully his daughter's name oh. Leela Leela but really short for Leela often is Katie, Kate, which could be Kate. Kate Leela. Have we done the Fraction Katie. Run on Comic Book Club yet? We have not. That'd be a good one. I to just do. bought it all. Did you read it yet? Nope, not okay. yet. Good, cool. Gotta get in there. Just throwing it out there. Fantastic stuff. Cool. Um, if you didn't know, I do a comic book club, patreon.com slash kind of funny. Right. It's free. For, well, it's one dollar. You subscribe for a dollar, you can get it. Uh, which is very interesting. Uh, uh, the creator of Die going to come by this week and do it, Kirian or whatever. So that'll be fun to have him in. Hmm. Next up, like. motherfuckers. Thor, Love and Thunder. Oh my god, and the winner for the coolest fucking logo goes to this? Fucking own it, right? So oh let me god. let me just drop something to you because I just drop I, it on me like you, it's when hot. When you hear this, you're just like, what the fuck? Like Love and Thunder. Weird. Fucking awesome. I'm in. Taika Watiti just pitched the title. He was like, you know what? I want to call it Love and Thunder. And everyone in the room was just like we're doing it. <laughs> like, <laughs> cool, man. You've earned this. But, like, how dope is that? <laughs> this wasn't, like, by committee. It was just Tyga being like, this is what we're doing. Dude, 
And there's some crazy shit coming out of this. Yes. So Tessa Thompson, Valkyrie, needs to find her queen because she is the king. This is a queer love story. Tyke is pushing that. He's like, this is what we're doing. We're going all fucking in on this shit. Um, based on the Mighty Thor storyline by Jason Aaron, Natalie Portman. Making a return is Jane Foster. What the fuck? <laughs> like she, she was is. gone. She was out. She, she hated. Was pissed off. Yeah. Like she didn't come because back because they fucked her. Yeah. She didn't even come back for the end of Thor two. Right. That kissing scene on the roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They so, used his wife instead. Yeah. So this is insane. She's back. No, you know, leave like, it up. I want to keep looking yeah. at this. This is look just, at this image is everything that's right about comics and MCU and Comic Con. You just gotta love it. Look man. at her fucking own it. Look at him. So excited. <sighs> also, like, I, I, do you? Okay, we'll get I don't to have the, I don't have the picture okay. of it. Yeah, but uh, when we'll Mahershala, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, okay. I'll find it in time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but anyway, this this is just unbelievable. Uh, for those that are unfamiliar with the Mighty Thor storyline, Jason uh, Aaron for a long time now, like years, has been writing Thor stories, and it wasn't just Mighty Thor. Like it's multiple different Thor series that kind of have had the story going. Did he on do and the on. Thor unworthy? Or? Yes. Yeah, and that's yeah. all part of this, which we've already kind of gotten parts of that yeah, in MCU, yeah, yeah. like. The version of it, right? right, right. Um, but this builds into Jane Foster becoming the new Thor because she gets the thing. Whoever holds this is worthy. It's Thor, whatever. What gets interesting is, and uh, I, I've never read this series. Um, I've only seen like, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I haven't. I don't think I finished it, but I think I want it. I got through two trades of it. I but watched set up Benny's in general, video, the comic story. Oh, sure, it's okay. kind of like uh, recap of it all, uh, and it's super cool. But what, what's the pitch on the, the cancer stuff? So the idea, of course, is that when you pick up Mjolnir, right, you have the power of Thor and you become, uh, you know, as Natalie will in this movie or Jane Foster in the comics, I'll stick that way, becomes, you know, female Thor, the, the one, Lady Thor, the one you saw out there, the helmet, the mighty Thor the is what? Of course, I'm just going saying, to MCU. I know, I, 100%, but just for, like, if you remember the comics back in the day. Um, however, the thing was, Jane Foster had cancer and was going through chemotherapy, right? And so she was, you know, frail and weak. She'd pick up the hammer and become Lady Thor, Mighty Thor now and things. But when she put it back down, she'd go back to being cancer patient Jane Foster. The thing about it is when she'd pick it up and do it, it would clean out all the chemo in her body. It's not so good. it was that thing that if she picked it up, She'd become Thor, but anytime she put it down, she would go back to being this frail patient, cancer patient that couldn't get better. She couldn't fight the thing, so it was killing her. She, you know, if she if she could do it. And so there was super this, fucking. There's cool. this awesome, there's this awesome uh, moral conundrum for her in the book, obviously, of wanting to get well or whatever, wanting to fight, and also then the idea that well, I could just never put it down. I could always be Thor, but like, what does that come? What cost does that come at as well? And now let me ask you guys a question: What caused the cancer? I was don't. it the ether? Uh, mm. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Like McDonald's. This is yeah. crazy. Cool. But there's no. I when I didn't hear anything that Natalie Portman said on stage. What, did she talk about? Has she saw an interview coming back or anything? Did she effect? talk? I don't think she talked. I don't know. I, don't I, know. I, I I'm looking. I think at she Agent just came M's out thing. and looked like a badass, and, and that was it. Uh, as far as I I know. Um, but yeah, dude. The whole, I, you're you're coming. saying like her face is very like her owning it, but like I don't know. This face right here tells me like she's still kind of hesitant. We'll see. I don't know. Oh, you're such an idiot, Barrett. You're just looking in for trouble. <laughs> that's a skir- that's a candid shot of her, like getting the thing. And she's like, I look at her eyes. She's like, I don't know. I'm not. She's quite looking sure. at him. She's mugging at him. What are you doing? He's she's flexing. not looking at him. 
What is she looking What's at? She looking at? What is she looking I, at? Barrett? Not him. I she's have looking the picture. She's looking right. directly at him. <laughs> she's looking at the hammer, guys. That's clear. She's not looking down at all. You fucking she, yeah, weirdo. She's looking at the hammer, guys. You guys don't understand how perspective works. Um, anyways, then after this, they, that's when he said we didn't have the time. We did that whole quote, whatever, blah blah blah, Fantastic Four, and all that shit. And I, can't, so I can't even say blah blah blah. Like they legitimately said Fantastic Four mutants. and mutants. They're talking about it. This is all real. It's all happening. You got to imagine that Spider Man will also be in 2021, which stacks 20. 21 even more um, earlier I was talking about the Spider-Man uh, stuff with the, the contracts and all shit you gotta imagine if that billion dollar thing is real it's not gonna matter because it's gonna hit the billion on top of that though there's been a Spider-Man movie every two years so doing the math on that it would be 2021 the only thing that might get in the way of that is Tom Holland is more popular than ever and he is cast in more Uncharted. movies than he's ever mm-hmm. been including Uncharted which shouldn't get in the way of that but there are other movies including one by um, the director John Watts that does Far from home is working on a different movie without Tom Holland. So there's that side. Tom Holland's also doing just other movies and stuff that are pretty big deals. Fuck. So we'll see. We'll see how this goes. But I'm willing to bet that it's 2021. If, if we get another, like, hopefully we get another Spider-Man movie. But it, like, I know that there's major consequences to his name getting announced. But like, if somehow they're able to like skirt that line and it's just him going to college, I'm so in for that. You know, that'll be the fourth. You think so? Spider-Man, yeah. If they do a fourth. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. He's only, he's like a second year, right? Well, now it's, it's this would have been the end of his junior year, right? No. The, no, he, I think he had to do so, He had to do his sophomore, sophomore year again. Because of the... But wasn't he going to... No, he went to homecoming, not yeah. prom. Yeah. And that was the first... That was his first year. Um, That's not right. But anyways, then motherfucking Blade. <laughs> what the fuck? Say, I'd, I'd say this is such a shock of like is, they're going back to Blade. Hell it's, yeah! It's not Phase Four, right? I mean, it, it, it's not Phase Four. Yeah, it might not even be Phase Five. This one right now, like from what Kevin Feige said, he's like, "Look, Mahershala Ali, after he won the Oscar, we had a meeting, and he's like, I want to do Blade." And they said, we're going to do Blade. Yeah. Like, he's like, <laughs> yeah. we're going to make it work. We're going to figure it out. That's what's happening. So there's no director. There's no anything on this. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if this was six, even. Like, wow. or late five. Um, but remember, like, we might be moving a lot faster with phases now. Um, or we're not. Phase four might just be two years to kind uh, of like introduce a bunch of new characters. Phase five could be really Five's going to be setting up, ending in a crossover. That's what, that is what uh, Kevin said to IGN. They interviewed him, right? And they were like, you know, no Avengers film. He's like, well, that was, you know, Avengers Endgame ended a bunch of stuff. This is new beginnings. Phase four is all about the new beginnings yeah. and bringing in new characters. Uh, Barrett, I sent you two things to assets. Uh, number one is I just want, just for us here, yeah. to watch again uh, Mahershala. I have put on next the next Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. you do? Yeah, 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 I've, I've got Sorry, a whole let's just, of my let's just watch it, guys. So good. If you're an audio listener, yeah, but you should watch it, too. <laughs> One more time. Everybody, look at this. So this is phase four. Look at it. This is phase four. Thank you. Now, there's a lot of other stuff we didn't get a chance to talk about today. We, we didn't even mention that we're making Black Panther 2. Oh, my God. We didn't, we didn't mention the fact that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is coming. We didn't have time to talk about Captain Marvel 2, by the way. I didn't even have time to talk about the Fantastic Four. And there's, and there's, and there's, there's no time left to talk about mutants. And how mutants but, you know what? All that stuff's been rumored. You've heard about rumors. 
But I want to leave you today with one more thing that I don't think has been rumored about. Ladies and gentlemen, two-time Academy Award winner, Mahershala Ali. You did? What is that? <laughs> so cool. These motherfuckers. I get chills it's every time. Amazing. You know what I mean? For Blade. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but at the same time, hey, Blade is one of the comic book movies that like worked when oh. it came out. It's one, yeah, one of you the know? ones that started it, right? In yeah. terms of like, oh, these can't, these don't have to be shit. Incredible, <laughs> yeah. man. Uh, and then I sent you one. I sent incredible. you a, a, the one tweet. An image. Yeah. yeah, that this is the one that was also making the rounds, making yeah. a, a big deal out of it. There it is. So funny, yeah. Taika. <laughs> they were saying that a lot of people on stage didn't know about this. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. So so, fucking so good, damn man. cool. Um, yeah, so Mahershala Ali, obviously, we know him from many movies, including Alita: Battle Angel, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. he had a character very Blade-like looking. Yeah. And that could, that could have been awesome. Um, he was also Cottonmouth in Luke Cage. Yeah. And when questioned oh, about right. that. right. Fuck. I didn't even think about that. Kevin Feige was kind of just like, yeah. yeah. Fuck Netflix. <laughs> so is it in any of our phases? No, that's not one of our things. Thank you so much. I want to give a shout out to uh, Blessing Jr. on Twitter, too, who had one of the best tweets I thought yesterday, possibly after and all this. He goes, Blade and Black Panther are about to have the sickest handshake, I swear to God. Hey, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, yeah, so, dude, that's it. That, that, that is that is it. it. Um, I love uh, Terry Schwartz from IGN was interviewing uh, Kevin was like, "Hey, so like, what what about uh, like Phase Five, whatever?" And um, and he's like, "Is this all?" And he goes, "Is that is that not enough?" Or you know, you expected more. What was the line from Endgame? I'm blanking right now. But when Wong was like oh, from the portal, you wanted more. You wanted, oh, more? You wanted more. Yeah, yeah like, I love. I, didn't even I so saw much. the tweet. I didn't even catch that it was a reference to Avengers. It's great. Also, uh, I, I love somebody else pointed on Twitter that with the, obviously Taika involved or whatever that now Blade introducing vampires to MCU that what we do in Shadows could be somehow retconned into actually yeah. being MCU. Yeah. Oh. Have those vampires show up to fucking with Man. Blade. This super interesting stuff. Can't fucking it's wait. An, I, it's not interesting. It is. When you we left Endgame, there was that thing of like, I can't, as a comic book fan, I can't believe what I just saw. Mm. I can't believe all this here is on screen. This saga is over. And it was that like, man, how, where do they go next? And to come out here and be like, we are getting even more into the weeds of comic books and into nerddom. It's and wild. It, it, I can't put into words what this weekend was like watching that. Me with the Kingdom Come Superman stuff of just like, holy shit, your, our dreams are all coming true. Yeah. And I just, I love what the shows, especially if they end up releasing them week to week, like we're going to get essentially by 2021 year round quality MCU content to watch, hopefully, you know, mm -hmm. like in between the three months that we have to wait to watch the next movie, there'll be shows to like keep it going. It's so exciting. And like, God, I hope everything goes well. I hope that they are taking the time to make sure that this is building to the future and they keep the cinematic universe strong because like they've done such a good job so far. Ragu Bagu's about to get real long. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I just want to point out Mr. Yasmin uh, says in the chat, FX is producing what we do in the Shadows TV show mm -hmm. and FX is owned by Disney. There you go. Here the we TV go. show, fantastic by the way. I just watched the first season really? of it. Yeah, it's very good. It's already out? Oh, it's out and done. Like the huh. whole season's out. Very fun. Is Taika involved with that at all? Um, Am I saying his there's name There's a right? cameo. Yeah, you're saying fine. Like there's, there's a cameo. Cool. At the end there. All right. 
Yeah, it's good. Spoilers. It's good stuff. Well, well, hey, was, got me enticed. I didn't say, I didn't say yeah. how it happens. All right. Now, we don't have time for trailer talk. No. We'll be doing... It's got an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Ranting and raving we'll be MCU. doing a, a bunch of trailers next week, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but I do have time to tell you what's out now on streaming services. Normally, we do this on Friday, so I'm actually going to tell you what's coming out through the week. Uh, on Hulu, July 26th, Veronica Mars Season 4. If you're excited for that, that's going to be there. Amazon Prime, July 23rd, Serenity and Hellboy. Ooh. Some interesting movies. Serenity is the Anne Hathaway. I think it's Anne Hathaway. It doesn't it, matter. And then Hellboy, I want to watch. More importantly, though, and I don't mean to get ahead. Is that it for Amazon Prime? Uh, no, July 26th. Yeah, the Boys. That's my man. Oh, that's BKD. So Which, by the way, season two has been announced that they are greenlit yeah. for. Uh, and then on Netflix, July 19th, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, new 2019 season uh and then we have that same day queer eye season four Glow's july that came that's out, out. That's yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. i already oh, watched it? it all when's glow oh sorry. yeah july 19th was friday oh it sure was uh but we didn't 20- we didn't get uh we didn't talk about comedians and cars on friday so no yeah good bringing, yeah. Good bringing that up somehow missed that mm. uh july 22nd we have inglorious bastards fuck yeah uh, and then July 26th, Orange is the New Black season seven, God, the final still season. Going. Oh, they're finally ending. Good. Yeah. I believe so. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, that's, okay. no, I, yeah. I came thing. back to the riot season and watched like, right. an episode. I'm like, I can't anymore. Yeah. I got to go. Uh, the whole season takes place in like two days or yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, out in movie theaters near you, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Let's go, boys! Oh, Jesus. Very, very excited. That's right. That's wow. this Thursday. That's why I'm excited for Inglorious Bastards because like yep. I totally want to watch that at yeah, some yeah, point yeah. this week just to get me hyped. Um, yeah, I can't wait for that movie. Uh, check my Twitter for a uh, review. Well, my little mini review. Uh, last yeah, week oh, I, I asked because yeah, you won't be able to do it on Friday. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we'll can talk I be about on next it. week and even just shock Mike to. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So excited. next week we can talk about how good or terrible it was. Who knows? Yeah, right. You know, come on. Yeah, come on now. Last week I asked for your recommendations. You all responded. Not that much time to response. We only got a couple of them. But uh, where's the one I wanted? Uh, Fendi says you guys are sleeping on Euphoria it's a great show that's making me keep my subscription to HBO after Game of Thrones you know what I went and started watching Euphoria I'm two episodes in yeah it's wild you should have been keeping it for Big Little Lies I digress Mm. well I mean not you him Fendi being like you should check out Euphoria it's crazy okay high school drama shit I was gonna say high school drama it's got MJ in it right yeah Yeah, Zendaya I believe her name Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it's good I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, Zombie High X23 Braun uh, says, I recommend A Silent Voice on Netflix as a movie everyone should watch. Yes, it's anime, but it's a slice of life anime. The movie perfectly portrays a deal and deals with topics like PTSD, anxiety, suicide, and being deaf. It's a total tearjerker. And for sure is my second favorite movie of all time. I uh, think there was kind of big news surrounding this movie recently. The studio who uh, made this movie, the studio burned down. Oh, oh, wow. oh yeah. I saw everybody tweeting about that this yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah, that, so that was, uh, <laughs> But yeah, that, that, I think that's this studio. Um, so give it a watch. Give them support. Yeah. Reach out to them. Say that you I, love I heard them. a lot of good things about this when this came out. People were talking about it in the same light as your name. Cool. Right. Mm. Uh, who else do we have? KCW says more people should be watching Letterkenny on Hulu. Yes. Funniest show out there. Yes. I put that in there because Barrett is always talking about this show. 
Letter Kenny. And then our last one for today's Alec Bobko says, I've been rewatching My Hero Academia recently. If you haven't given the show a chance, please watch it. It's one of the better animes out there right now. Literally this morning, Barrett was telling me about how amazing the show is, and I definitely want to check it out. It's um, I have a whole pitch for Greg Miller later on the pre-show of the Kind of Funny podcast of why which you can show. watch at Kind of uh, Patreon. the Patreon slash Kind of Funny. Uh, two four, or two, two, uh, two p.m. Yeah, there Oof, we go. That's right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I have a whole pitch, but I think this might be my favorite anime since um, uh, Full Metal Al- Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh, so great anime. Yeah. Um, so next week's bronze topic is. What are you most excited for that was revealed in Phase 4? Let me know what you're most stoked about. Throw in some uh, theories. Keep them tight, though, you know. I don't want to read a couple paragraphs. It's too much words for me. Sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, so you can go to patreon.com, go to the bronze tier, support there. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you guys have a great day. Uh, You can follow Greg at Game Over Greggy. You can follow him at Tim Gettys. (laughs) I don't like saying Tim and then Tim again. Okay, we went over enough. this last week. And you okay. can follow me at Kind of Funny Kevin uh, on Twitter or all social media. All right. You have a good day. I don't know. They laugh. Oh, go watch something.